You know you want to build long-term passive wealth. You know that rental income properties are the best path to do it. You are looking for the right way for you. But you're not an average investor. And you don't just want a realtor and a property manager. You want a real solution that keeps you informed, keeps your cash flow coming, and doesn't drain away your most valuable asset, your time. You need a great company that you can trust to deliver a great experience in a great market. Look no further. This is the Not Your Average Investor Show. I'm your host, Pablo Gonzalez, and I'm here to help you learn about rental property investing, understand what it takes to execute it at a high level, and learn about one of the best markets for it in the United States, Jacksonville, Florida. All of this through the story of a remarkable company and the knowledge of my co-host, JWB co-founder, Greg Cohen. Now, if you want a quick primer to get you educated on the fundamentals of this asset class and receive a free investor packet with four properties and a template you can use for all your real estate deals, go to jwbwebclass.com. Now smash that subscribe button. Get ready to learn from extraordinary people. You are not an average investor anymore. And this is the not your average investor show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Estate Walk and Talk. I'm Greg Cohen from JWB, and today we're going to be talking about how much you should be expecting to pay in closing costs. Right now, financing is incredibly cheap and advantageous for rental property investors, so a lot of clients are taking out financing to purchase their rental properties. It's the best way to earn the best return on investment for your rental property portfolio. And of course, it's not right for everybody, but right now with interest rates being so low, the ability to um, add assets into your portfolio, to do it while using other people's money, especially when it's so inexpensive, especially in a growth market like Jacksonville, is incredibly powerful for your long-term returns on investment. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. I appreciate all of you who are walking with me here on the walk and talk. I've got my phone here. And uh, as you fire in questions, I will do my best to answer those either live here on the call, or I will make sure that I answer them afterwards if you want to drop a comment in there. Um, so today we're talking about how uh, to prepare clients to expect uh, or what to expect as far as closing costs. And so I thought, you know, we've done this for thousands and thousands of clients. We basically have gone through the HUD settlement statements and, and look at the closing costs routinely to make sure that our lenders are charging the, the costs in line with what we deem to be appropriate. And then we also are there to make sure that we share that information with every new client who's coming on board and buying uh, their first rental property. And then every time they're buying rental properties, we need to make sure we give you the up-to-date information of what you should expect. And so we use averages. And so the number to keep in mind when you're purchasing a rental property, and especially here with JWB, is you should expect closing costs to come in line with about 5% of your, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I made a mistake there. Gotta love live TV, right? You should make, you should make sure that you're expecting two and a half percent of the purchase price. That's our number. Two and a half percent is largely where your closing costs are going to line up. I'm going to show you an evaluation here for a property that was just put under contract by a client. I'm going to show you what this client should expect as far as closing costs. Two and a half percent of the purchase price. There you go. I've only been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let me do the screen share here. 
So as you all are looking at, this is the house at 8006 Dandy Avenue. For those of you who were following along uh, last Thursday on the Not Your Average Investor Show, we showcased this one as the property of the week. It has since been purchased by a client and um, it is a great example for us to show what closing costs should be. So this is the front page of a property evaluation with JWB where we go over the returns on investment. We go over all the pertinent property information, all that good stuff. I'm going to take you to this analysis conventional financing tab. This is included on every purchase or every property valuation for clients. So what you're seeing here is a lot of numbers. We could get lost in the numbers if we really wanted to, but I'm going to focus you up at the top here where we're talking about financing assumptions and then total initial investment. So for the financing assumptions, uh, it's laying out the down payment, the um, interest rate, the terms of the mortgage, how many years, all that good stuff, the expected payment. And then over here, it's laying out your estimated closing costs. If you look at the formula, that is basically the purchase price of 207,000 here times two and a half percent. And that's largely what we're going to see. Might be a little bit higher, might be a little bit lower. Of course, we've served thousands of clients. And so we're going to use averages to make sure that uh, that is the best way to do it. So out of this roughly $5,175, what is that comprised of? Well, most of uh, the closing costs are going to be basically split between your lender fees. So the, the, what the lender is earning for preparing the loan for you and securing the loan for you. The other kind of maybe the other half is about your uh, government fees, your doc stamps, um, other recording fees of that nature. And then something else you'll see will be prepayments of things like taxes, property taxes, and insurance. So I'm going to talk through what is included in your closing costs here and then what is reflected in other parts of the property valuation. So to get to that rough, let's just call it $5,000 number. The lender is going to make about $2,500 or so on a typical uh, in uh, typical loan they're securing. I'm assuming it's a basically a, a $200,000 purchase. So they're going to make about $2,500. And lenders can do this in different ways. Sometimes it's better to charge it as an origination fee. Sometimes they charge it in other places. For us with our lenders, we just hold them accountable to the total amount of money that they're earning on the loan. Um, and it should be somewhere around $2,500. The remaining $2,500 of that, you know, we're, here we're looking at basically 5,000 total for this, uh, for this property. The remaining 2,500 is really going to be those fees that really can't do anything about from government fees, recording fees, things like doc stamps and other things like that. Um, so about $2,500 there. And that's really how we get to roughly $5,000. Now on your actual settlement statement, you will see things like prepayments for taxes and insurance. Okay what the bank is doing is making you prepay for insurance. Generally, it's about a year in advance. They want to pay you to pay in advance uh, to make sure that their asset is secured and uh, property taxes as well, right? They want you paying in advance. Sometimes that's maybe three months of property taxes in advance, or maybe up to four or five or maybe six months of property taxes in advance. So we do not include that in your estimated closing costs. Guess why? Well, the reason is because that is already included in, in your evaluation down here, right? If I'm looking lower on the evaluation sheet, we're looking at the first year of property taxes and that's included as well as your homeowner's insurance. So if we included in your closing costs as well, that would be double counted. 
And so we don't do that, of course. So your estimated closing costs as it affects your um, return on investment should be roughly two and a half percent of the purchase price. Um, you may see that banks may require additional prepayments and they do require additional prepayments. So your total out of pocket might be slightly higher. Now, it also could be slightly lower depending on the time of the year as well. Uh, there's a whole lot of things that could change. Uh, prorations for taxes may be less because you own the property for less uh, parts of that year, vice versa. So this number really 2.5% overall is going to be largely in line. Could be a little bit higher, could be a little bit lower, but this number is going to serve you well as you are estimating for your own rental property purchases. And I appreciate all of you walking along with me here. Um, looking forward to tomorrow's Not Your Average Investor show. Uh, we are going over the, the top 10 lessons learned from all of you who have been attending the show. We're going to have some uh, audience members get called up onto the show live and really share the things that they've learned the most through the show and through rental property investing this year. So super excited to have you all be a part of that. You can join by going to jwbshow.com. And uh, we will catch you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed making it for you. If you're listening to this podcast, it means you know you can use passive income to pay for your kids' college, retire comfortably, or maybe even travel the world. And we want to help you get there. Go to jwbwebclass.com, pick up a free investor package with properties to look at and some adjustable templates that JWB uses to analyze their own deals. We've literally helped thousands of people make the most of this asset class, and I'm sure we can help you too. We've helped busy professionals retire early or at least build enough passive income that they're not trapped in their job. We've helped people that live in prohibitively expensive markets like California, New York, Boston, and Chicago get to own rental properties. We've helped folks that only had their 401k or IRA in the stock market diversify into real estate. We've helped real estate flippers looking for the easiest way to start their passive income stream. Does that sound like you? Go to jwbwebclass.com and let us get started helping you.